This episode of The Checkout is brought to you by eSuite. Whether you're a retailer looking to grow your team or you're an e-commerce gun looking for your next role, eSuite are here to help. At eSuite, we connect fast-growing retailers with the best Australian e-commerce talent. We're working with some of the best in the business, including Accent Group, InQ, Oz Hair and Beauty, and Black Milk. So if you are in the market or interested in where the e-commerce market is at, reach out. Visit eSuiteTalent.com.au for all the latest job listings or contact me directly on Nathan at eSuiteTalent.com.au. Now, let's get into today's checkout. Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's checkout features John Stuckey from Mobile Digital. They deliver personalized MMS and SMS for clients, including Country Road, Pet Circle, and Harris Farm. John, welcome to the checkout. We're going to learn five things about you, our text master, and we'll kick off with question number one. What is the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? What a car. <laughs> what kind of car? I bought my wife's Tiguan. Oh, brand new. Brand new from a company that existed at the time called Auto Genie. Okay. I don't know if they exist anymore, but somehow I came across them. They gave us five quotes from five different dealers. We gave them the spec, and the car arrived out the front of our house on a flatbed truck. Beauty. Good experience? Yeah, brilliant experience. Absolutely brilliant. There you go. All right, number two. Who is your favorite retailer? Might be a bit of a tricky question given your clientele, but if you could pick one, who would it be? Uh, I don't think you can go past appliances online to be really, uh, you know, the service is ridiculous. The pricing is great. The service is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I have bought in the last six months, I bought I bought my mother a dryer. My mother's 84. They delivered it, packed it, set it up, took her old one away, took all the boxes. Then we ended up buying a fridge and then we bought a freezer. And it's, just, yeah, it's great. So they're fantastic. And my second one would be Pet Circle, but I don't have a pet at the moment because unfortunately we lost our dog oh. earlier last year. But we're just in the process of buying one again. So I'm probably, you know, if you've ever had a Vizsla, you'd understand. They've, they've probably um, just triggered you on their CRM now, ready to uh, hit you up for that moment where you get, get the new dog. Yeah, I don't know if you know Mike Frizzell. They're a very clever operation. Nice. All right, number three, which retail fad do you wish was history? Oh, great question. Uh, I've got two. Plastic gift cards. Good. Appalling, appalling product. You know, they make all their money on you not using it, right? It's yeah, just, of course. It's appalling. Uh, and they know that's what they do. It's appalling. And then the second one is paper direct mail in my post box. <laughs> Both of these products are the most environmentally unsound products available in the market. And you could do it all digitally and for God knows why, why people don't do it. It's just amazing. I, I actually took a photo and was going to publish something the other day. I really hate just the amount of direct mail and all the trees. People whine about it in the environment and they do this stuff still. Yeah. Anyway. And, and it's on the gift card thing. It's weird how some things click and some things don't. Like who would have thought QR codes would have their comeback? I'm hoping that at some point the kind of digital gift card comes back because it kind of had a bit of momentum for a while and then it's gone away. Yeah, well, people are sending them as emails and the trouble is with email is they're not open. They love that. Mm. The card guys love that because, oh, it's got buried in your email and you didn't use it. 
Whereas, you know, we experimented with digital gift card that you could deliver it to a mobile, you could put a reminder on it, you could put a geo on it. And we went to, I won't mention the name of the company in case I hope to ever deal with them. We went to them and we said, look, we've got this perfect gift card. You'll get a 100% response delivered digitally as an MMS to the phone, personalized with the amount on it, blah, blah, blah. And they went, look, that's just tremendous. Could you leave through the back door, please? (laughs) And never mention this idea ever again. Never, ever mention that you came to us with that idea because we, 15 to 20% of gift cards is uh, spoilage, they call it. Uh, Yeah, anyway, so that's that's a very big pet hate. That's a good one. All right, number four. Can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Uh, A book. Oh, look, I'm reading, I just read, I'm rereading a book by a guy called Tim Wang, uh, which is called Subprime Attention Crisis. And why it's good, uh, because its byline is advertising the time bomb at the heart of the internet. It basically says that the only thing that supports the internet in its current form is advertising and trust in advertising. And if the trust in advertising diminishes, then the internet won't be able to pay for itself. Mm -hmm. And so what will happen in that space. And there's some people like the internet, the the A2P messaging community thinks that I got a quote from them the other day that basically said that messaging could be the mega platform that replaces the internet. So that's what sort of, when I read that, then I went looking for the Tim Wang stuff. Very, very interesting. It, basically, it, it sort of goes to the subprime mortgage thing and, and that's why he's grabbed his title from because it basically says if we lose faith in it, like, you know, uh, Fannie Mae and whatever it was, if we lose faith in the value of, of that asset, then does it just all implode on itself? It's a good read. Yeah, that sounds cool. It's yeah. um, it's interesting because I remember we had Carolyn uh, Breeze on before and she was talking about the future not being advertising but being about being able to do micropayments. So if you think of news, people probably won't subscribe to one news source because they go, well, I get my news from everywhere. Why would I kind of lock my, myself into one network or, or one channel. But if people could pay $0.05 cents an article, $0.10, cents, $0.20 cents an article, they'd be more than willing to do that if there was a way to do that efficiently. Absolutely. And so it's interesting. The internet is effectively, it's an over-the-top-based network where the messaging network is a point-to-point addressable mobile number network. So it'll be interesting to see what network survives, you know, is it is it the point-to-point? Because in the A2P space, point-to-point is far more valuable than over-the-top because, of, you know, you can guarantee delivery. So you go back, you know, it may be a resurgence for the telco and their margins. I mean, you know, on a good day downhill with the breeze, the telcos would have to know. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, number five, last one I've got for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? Personalisation. Lovely. And if you want to find out about personalization within text, SMS, and MMS, go back to our episode with John and he shares how um, to personalize text um, for results. Thanks for joining us, John. Absolute pleasure, Nathan. Thanks for having me. To hear more from John, jump back into episode 113, where John gives his tips into the elements that make a successful text messaging campaign. He also breaks down the differences between SMS and MMS, which was surprising for me, and he shares where retailers can get tripped up when starting out with SMS. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart.